Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Promo Minds Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Leslie, and today I'm going to be sharing some tools and materials that have helped me along my marketing journey, so stay tuned. More from the Promo Minds Podcast coming up shortly. Promo Minds, promote your brand, transform your business. So something that can be very confusing and can occupy a lot of your time is trying to find those resources that really come in handy throughout your marketing journey and to figure out who resonates with you, who has the best knowledge to share, I guess, and really who can share value that you can then apply in your own life that actually works and you actually see results with them. Now, for myself, I would have to think that this becomes very uh, individualistic, if that's even a word, meaning you got to find someone who resonates with you, right? Number one, whether that's a Grant Cardone, a Gary Vee, uh, Mel Robbins, Tony Robbins, whoever it is, you have to find that, that person, that, that mentor that you resonate with who's actually providing value in your life. Stuff that you can actually apply, utilize um, to advance your, your career, to advance your relationships, all that stuff. And so I've come up with a list of my own resources that have helped me over the years. I constantly refer back to these um, on a yearly basis, <clears throat> if not monthly. So here are my tools. Number one. As it, as it relates to sales and marketing, sales and marketing being communication. And I would say the best resource that I have found in terms of communication, the art of listening, has got to be Tom Chenault's coffee shop interview. This thing is magnetic. And the reason I love it the most is because he specifies you have to take your agenda completely out of it. You have to be sitting across from someone as a regular human being trying to understand them. The goal of the coffee shop interview is to become, is to know that person so well, more than anyone else on the planet, which I think is a very great tidbit to have in any industry, is to learn about your customer or just to be able to build relationships. How you build relationships by focusing on the other person, listening to what's important to them, what's not important to them, what they like, what they don't like, all these different things. It's the art of building relationships. And so that to me is probably the best resource that you can come across. And he's got it for free on his website. Um, I can probably find that and put it in the show notes for you. Okay, number two. Continuing on with building relationships and the whole art of learning and listening, I guess. The second thing would be John Maxwell's Becoming a Person of Influence. Now, he wrote this book with, I believe it was Jim uh, Dorden or something like that. Anyways, the book itself is phenomenal, loaded with tidbits and really emphasizes the need to connect with people and how to, um, how to do that and be a leader 
and kind of build that relationship and help them elevate themselves. And so by being aware of that and by paying attention to it, it, it gives you some strategies on how to do that. And the best part is you really have to be engaged with this and you have to understand it. And don't let that become a daunting task for you. Just understand that as you learn, he's also got uh, worksheets at the end of each chapter so that you yourself can apply these techniques. So it's a super beneficial book. I read it. I've read it probably about six or seven times since I found it. So highly recommend that. Okay, the next thing is Joe Polish and Dean Jackson. They have a podcast called the I Love Marketing Podcast. And I absolutely love this because in it, they share these tips and tricks and strategies and they interview people in their genius network. And it's really bringing value and industry-specific um, tricks or tidbits, strategies that you can apply not just in that industry, but you can take those and see where you can apply it in your own industry. And they go into some really cool guerrilla marketing tactics that would definitely stand out. Again, how do you compete where others can't or won't? Listen to an I Love Marketing podcast and you'll start to uncover some of the cool strategies. One of the ones that I've used over the years is by Dean Jackson, where he talks about the email, putting in the, in the subject, quick question. And I have used that so much over the years, and it always gets a response. I even did it to Joe Polish, not in an email, but in a direct message to which he responded to. So it was, it was actually kind of funny. Okay, the next tool that I've used, and I don't use this on a regular basis. I used it for a few months back in 2019, but the amount of value that's in it is actually incredible. And that's Cardone University. Now, the cool thing about this is it's all done in video format and they're between you know, 30 seconds to four or five minutes uh, in length. So it's really easy to go out and bang through a bunch of these. And honestly, the value within it is incredible. Regardless of what you think of, of Grant Cardone, he does have a lot of very valuable material out there, at least in my eyes, as it relates to sales and marketing. Okay, the next big tool resource. This is something that you wouldn't necessarily, it wouldn't really come to mind when you're thinking you know, sales, marketing, strategy, and all that, but it's very applicable. This book is something revolutionary. It changed my life, and there's a lot of things that happened the year that I discovered this that have come to fruition in terms of big picture, picture thinking. And so I think that alone makes this highly effective on this list. It is Robin Sharma's book, The Monk, who sold his Ferrari, which again, sounds very uh, counterintuitive or uh, sounds like an oxymoron, right? But hear me out. So when I found the monk who sold his Ferrari, I was at a low point in my life. I felt like I had hit rock bottom. I had gone through a breakup 
in a few months prior and I just had to get away from where I was at, move to a different area to do a co-op. About six weeks in, I was feeling low, lonely, depressed, because I only knew like three, four, five people who were in the area that I was that I was at. And so one thing that I would do is I would go to a gym on the west side of, of Ottawa, and I would stop at a uh, Chapters Starbucks combination. Well, Chapters or Indigo, whatever it is now, they would have a new display. They would change the display of books that people would see first thing in Starbucks. They would change that on a fairly regular basis. And one of the one of the days I walked one of the days I walked in there, they had the book The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, which I had heard of for over a year at that point, but I had never actually looked into it. So I thought, okay, I need a change. Let's check this out. I sat down and I read that book for about three hours. And then I proceeded to listen to the audio format throughout the next week before I actually bought the book. Once I bought the book and I started really diving into Robin Sharma and and his material and whatnot, the one thing he talked about was the 5 a.m. club. And the 5 a.m. club is stated like this. You wake up at 5, you begin your day with 20 minutes of exercise. The next 20 minutes is learning something new. The next 20 minutes is planning out your day, journaling. That's really how I interpreted those things. The, the last two you can kind of switch, which I discovered. And so what I would do is I would wake up and I would go for a run, or if it was a, a rainy day or a full out blizzard, I would do exercises in my room. And then I would have a shower and start my learning something new phase as I was making something to eat. I would then follow that up by journaling, writing out my goals, just journaling what's going on and everything like that. There were days where I would spend so much time journaling that I was almost late for work. So I would be journaling at roughly uh, 20 to 6, and I would be journaling for two solid hours. That's how much journaling I did. I also found that going into the running aspect allowed me to stay up longer. So it actually gave me a dopamine kick, as Robin Sharma talks about, and so I didn't have that afternoon crash most days. So what made this one of the most profound and revolutionizing tools is that after just a week, mind you, I was still kind of skeptical on the personal development aspect. But after just a week, my roommate and I, we went out to a bar and at this bar, I had a moment that was like Bradley Cooper in Limitless, the movie Limitless, where I saw something unfold before it actually unfold, uh, came to fruition, I guess. And that is really what sold me on personal development, knowing that there really is something behind this. Hey guys, if you're into hiking at all, I highly recommend subscribing to my YouTube page, Steve Leslie Hikes. That's Steve Leslie Hikes on YouTube. I have a lot of content on there from some of the crazy hikes that I've been on, including Angel's Landing in Zion National Park. 
and it'd be really cool to connect on there. So please check me out. Next Thanks. on my list is David Goggins' Can't Hurt Me. What can I say? If you have read the book or know anything about David Goggins, you know this guy is just unreal. The biggest takeaway was his key of what if. And just those two words have had such a profound impact in my life because it really gets you thinking, what if I did this? What if I tried that? What if I stayed just a little bit longer? What if I pushed myself just a little bit more? And coinciding with the other big tip of when, you, when your body or when your mind is telling you you're done, you're only about 40% of the way in. You still have another 60% left to give. Now you can argue about what the actual percentages are, but I have found this to be true. When I was getting into running, after I read his book, I started pushing myself a little bit more. Well, instead of doing 5K, what if I did 10K? What if I could run a half marathon? What if I could run a full marathon? What if I could run 100 kilometers in a single day? And it just pushed me to stay in there a little bit longer and a little bit longer until I did something that I viewed as impossible just a year prior. Okay, next on the list of resources, this could be a little controversial, but something that really helped me in my personal growth development before I even really knew what personal growth was, was Neil Strauss with his books, The, the Game, believe it or not. He also had a subsequent book come out called The Rules of the Game. And this was more like an exercise program. It was really cool because it forced you to get outside of your comfort zone and it forced you to do little tasks each day to progressively become better and more confident. And um, his goal was really about becoming your best self. Although in the game, I think that's what he thought he was doing, but you know, he found out later that he still had a lot of work to do. But for any introvert out there who is having problems connecting with people or just how to engage in conversation or start a conversation, how to become more interesting in conversations, check out the, the game and the rules of the game strictly for conversational purposes. Next up, I would have to say is The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. This was kind of the first book that I read on sales and marketing that really spoke to what I wanted it to be, meaning you can, be, you can start building an attraction marketing business by becoming your best self is essentially the rules there. And the way that he lays it out is something that I kind of had faith going into with. And now years later, looking back on it, I'm so happy that what he talks about in there is correct. And I highly recommend it for anyone who has that, that, uh, those limitations or that self-doubt on what sales and marketing really is. And to get past the feelings of uh, sleazy salesmen and how you actually can do that and start getting in front of the right people and really helping people with the product or service that you're offering. Lastly on this list is a book that I had re I've recently read in the last year and it's called The $100 Startup by Chris Guibo. 
Now this book is so profound because it really gets you thinking about problem solving for a business as opposed to how much money can I make. And the reason is that he focuses specifically on simple problems or simple concepts that solve problems that have allowed all these people throughout the entire globe to escape the rat race, to do something that they enjoy doing, and it's changed their life substantially. In the book, he focuses specifically on low startup cost. It's not specifically $100. Some of it is a few hundred dollars or maybe $1,000. Some of it is less than $100. But the concept behind it is that you take a low startup cost and you can turn it into a six-figure business. And so a couple of the most profound things, one was there was a guy who it was educating people on Microsoft Excel. And he was making upwards of $250,000 to $300,000 US a year, which is crazy. And it's just this simple concept. Another one that, you know, to go into the simple concept that you wouldn't really think about is in the terms of kind of like a travel agent, but for the high performers that just don't have the time to do that. So they're doing all these flights, they have to go to all these places, but they need someone specific that can take the time to book these trips or book the flights or whatever. And really not even for vacationing, just I need a plane to get from here to there uh, in a month or something like that. And rather than the high performer taking, wasting time to book these flights, why not hire this guy who does it all the time, and I think he was charging like $250 to book it, and it would save them so much time and headaches, he would have it all laid out, and he was making six figures a year, easy. So that's my list of tools and resources that you can check out. The I would also put in an honorable mention of Darren Hardy, because I don't think I would be here without Darren Hardy. And so there was really nothing specific that I could attribute to, not because he didn't do much. It was just, he had such a grandiose effect on uh, who I am and, and my personal growth and, and all that. So definitely check out Darren Hardy's everything that this guy does. Um, he's got the compound effect, which is huge. It's a book that so many people refer to. He came out with another book in 2015 called The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster, which I don't think gets as much credit as it should. But if you're starting out on your entrepreneurial journey, definitely check that out. He's done countless keynote speeches. I've seen him live. And I remember him doing a keynote speech that I saw on YouTube. And I've been trying to find it all these years later, but it's super hard to find. He did this speech that really impacted my perspective on people in general. And he started it off by sharing, well, just he had a few different concepts, but one of the key concepts or one of the key things that he brought up was that depending on your life experiences, this picture of a dog, he had an image of a dog on a 
Jumbotron. He said, this image will impact you differently than maybe the person sitting next to you or someone else. Because some people will look at this dog and see, and he played, uh, you know, just a happy-go-lucky dog, you know, kind of with the tongue out and and, uh, little happy barks and whatnot. And he said, and some people will see this image and think this. And then he started playing like low growl attack dog. And he said, depending on your experiences, that'll shape your perspective on this image. He also brought up a series of other images and, and, you know, talking about, uh, I think the one was of Jesus Christ. And he said, depending on where you grew up in the world, you could have some feelings, some positive feelings. You could have some negative feelings in regards to this image. And he, the concept he was trying to uh, elicit was that we're all different and we've all been shaped by our, the environments that we've grown up in, the experiences that we've had. And so that really taught me to empathize with another person's perspective because though I might not agree with it because it might not be my experience, they are welcome to have their own thought and they're welcome to share their own feelings. And I think that's kind of gone to the wayside where we're not able to have different thoughts and, you know, have that uh, um, commingling of ideas. And so that was really impactful for me. Darren Hardy in general has been really impactful for me. And so that's my honorable mention. And that's my list. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Promo Minds podcast. I'm your host, Steve Leslie. And until next time, take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Promo Minds podcast. I'm Steve Leslie. And if you want help crafting your message or sharing your story, feel free to reach out. I'd love to help. I love coming up with ideas and, uh, you know, we can have a nice chat. So reach out to promominds at gmail.com and I'll respond. Take care.